Greetings, everybody, in the heel of the boot of Southwest Louisiana. Louisiana. This is the long, <laughs> long in the boot podcast coming to you from the heel of the boot of Southwest Louisiana. I am your host, G Long, and joined, as always, sitting to my right is Deb. Hello, all. That would be to your left on the radio dial, by the way. And uh, also joining us in the studio today is Landon Blood. Say hello, Landon. Hello, everybody. Oh, there you go. And uh, he is a local musician extraordinaire. In fact, a man who created the Long in the Boot theme song, of which we are eternally grateful. We are. And if you want to reach Long in the Boot podcast, again, it's longintheboot at gmail.com. Go to the website at longintheboot.com, or you can call me and leave a message, or I may even answer the phone if you're really lucky, and it's 337-502-9011, and you're allowed to say anything you want as long as it's not critical of me. And uh, <laughs> and uh, we are we are re- really kind of excited about the podcast today, uh, especially on the uh on the redo, which we'll get into at some future podcast. But anyway, we're going to, we're going to talk about the heel of the boot. We're going to talk about Louisiana. We're going to talk about some music and we're going to talk about Landon blood who has been kind enough to join us today. And, and, uh, (laughs) <laughs> he is a he is a musician, as I was saying, and and local talent, and a technician, and a technician, and an engineer does all kinds of great sound musical things, and also can do great sound musical things for you folks out there who have businesses and are creators and stuff and need you know some good quality accompaniment. Accompaniment. Yeah, that's a good good word, Deb. Thank you. Yeah, well done. Sitting here for something. It's like you're a teacher or something. <laughs> And uh, I don't know. It doesn't sound. No. no. What? Sound. What about sound? He was questioning sound. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't understand. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't hear it. Oh, you're not hearing it? Is it that close? Now I can hear it. There you go. Pull that. Yeah. Pull that thing right up to you. That close. There you are. Now angle it just a tiny bit. Where? Like that. Up. Yeah. A little more. Up. There, there. you go. Okay. Oh, hey, there's, now I can hear it. There she is. Good now, Lord. Now let me, let me mute you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a button that did you. that. <laughs> the, you know, I've, I've pointed the remote at her numerous times and hit mute and it just doesn't I, seem to work. I know my wife wishes she had a remote. That is just <laughs> so sad. So sad that you would go there. All right. After all that technical uh, jargon. Um, <laughs> Cut that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll certainly cut out that naughty word, uh, Deb. Oh, if you're getting cussing, it's coming from me. I know. Yeah. You're, you're, you're an you, you excellent custer, cusser. Cut all that out. <laughs> I just cut That's it out. Right. Fix it in post. So you can start it. Yeah. Louisiana is the hardest state to say. It's I fumble on Louisiana, too. Yeah. <laughs> I usually nail it. I don't know what happened that time. Yeah, the other states are lucky. You got Maine. Yeah. The, New Jersey. People. We got Louisiana. Yeah, but, I, you know, I, I like the heel of the boot. Me, too. And, it's uh, a good place to be. As we were talking earlier, the heel of the boot is the best part of the boot. Uh, all the other parts of the boot, yeah, they can suck it. <laughs> <laughs> except, except for you, Alexandria. We love you. I, I'm making that up. I don't know anything about Alexandria. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been to their airport a couple of times. Yeah, I've uh, I've traveled all around, but I've always keep coming back to Dritter. That's what you know. Yeah. Which uh, uh, I live in Rosepine, but like you know. Oh, you're close to ZZ's uh, Treats. Yeah. Get ZZ's. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were wondering earlier if you'd been there. That's the first thing I said. Where does he live? Oh, oh, he gets to go to ZZ's. We yeah, have to ask yeah, yeah. about that. If I say how amazing they are, maybe they'll give me some. 
Free cupcakes. Some, some free. Oh, I know. I like her page. That lady can cook, man. Oh, yeah. Or bake. Or bake, yeah. I, no, her pretzels are to die for. So I, she never uh, makes them. I worked for different rehabs and hospitals and stuff. When, I, when somebody had a birthday and I really <laughs> wanted to like impress, be like, ooh, go to I can bring some bougie stuff. I would go to ZZ's and be like, ah. Yeah. Man. like, this guy must be really cool. Yeah, because he, he knows all the good bakers. <laughs> he knows all the good. I mean, you can look at you can look at me and tell that I know who the good bakers are. So, you know? And folks, if you're listening and you haven't been to ZZ's. And you're up in the area. You, you need to go. You go get ZZ's. Go early, though. Yeah. Because she runs out. She yeah. does. Yeah. And she doesn't make pretzels nearly enough. Yeah. Pretzels. <laughs> Apparently, they're a pain to make. So, yeah. and, and if you're listening, my name is Landon. And I live in Rose Pine. All right. That sounds like a come on. <laughs> you know what? She needs a theme song. <laughs> she needs a theme song. Work on it. There you go. There <laughs> I'm, kind you of go. A, I'm kind of a fat guy. When I talk about food, it, it is kind of seductive. Like, cupcakes. Uh, yeah. I'm not ashamed to eat. Uh, All right. So, uh, welcome to Food Talk. <laughs> <laughs> I could too. The rest of the hour. We, we can talk about music food. stuff. We yeah. can talk about music. We yeah. and uh, actually, we, we, uh, Landon's here uh, from again from Rose Pine, uh, Louisiana, but from all over the place. And he is a musician, as we were talking earlier. And we wanted to, well, kind of you know highlight Connect. some. Lo- yeah. We like we like local talent, and well, he's a talented guy. And he was so, willing to come, and, and yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. That's who I get to come record with me. Whoever's willing. If you're just willing to be there, can, t- can you do this time? Uh, Landon, uh, I, I'm going to say uh, we. We met him first. Uh, my wife and I uh, we met Landon uh, a few years back in the hobby group that we belong kind of to called the Society for Creative Anachronism or the SCA, as it's known to the people in it in more the, than anything else. Know. And uh, it's a historical reenactment group and mostly it's medieval ish. Uh, reenactment and there's reenacting uh, all kinds of things, uh, fighting with uh, swords made of rattan. And just look up the society for basically, if you if you ever want to really beat up a really good friend, it's a great place to go. Or your husband, or your wife. Yeah, or yeah. walk around at night and play music. Yeah, and, there you and, go. And there you go. And drinks that way. Belly yeah. dancers. And, and you camp out. And you go to d- different events. You get to camp out with there's friends. A lot of patchouli. A lot of camaraderie yeah, and a lot of patchouli. lot of creativity. More than most people could possibly realize without actually seeing it done. Yeah. yeah. Some very talented uh, people. But patchouli does get me in trouble because I've, I've been, in, I've been, I'm a nerd. I'm a gigantic nerd. I've been in re, uh, Renaissance festivals and all that kind of stuff for years and years. And years. So now I associate patchouli with just like very just positive. That, yeah. So if I'm thing. in Walmart or in town and somebody walks by and they have patchouli on, yeah. I'm just gazing long. Like, and like, they're like, call security. I know something about <laughs> you because you wear that. Yeah, I can't I'm stand like, this. Uh, I can't stand the smell of patchouli. Oh, yeah. so nobody can. I think we, it's very small. We were, uh, we were at a store with our grandkids over Christmas. And I had both the grandkids there. We were in a uh, uh, you know, worthbound trading earthbound, company. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm showing them the incense. I'm saying, now smell this one and smell this one. Now, this one is called patchouli. And look at the word. And they looked at it and they're sounding it. And I said, if you ever meet somebody that smells like this, run because no. they're evil. No, I, no, I have the opposite. When I see somebody smelling patchouli, I'll give them that look like, you know, we're the same nerd type we, people. We, we, yeah, that spiritual. knowing look. And you know that other one called Dragon's Blood? Run, yeah. run oh, for that no. one. No, no, I'm a nag uh, champa. I, I, that's my yoga roots. Yeah. And, Let me tell you yeah. something. You're looking at them that way. That's not the way they're looking at you. They're like, would you please stop staring? I'm going to call security. <laughs> like, it's the patchouli. It bonds us. Uh, but it really does. She it. knows. It's, it's SCA bait. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and Renaissance Fair Bay. Oh, yeah, so, that's it. So that's, that's how we. So that's how we met Landon. And we knew he was a, what they call in the SCA a bard. And people who play music generally, or some, some people do other things. They they might recite something they wrote or yeah, tell some stories. poetry things, uh, yeah. about Bars. some made up battle or something. You never know. Yeah. And, or we didn't have to make stuff. it up, it was happening. 
Well, I, I had actually wanted at one point to go and, and just get up there and start reciting uh, Canterbury Tales in Middle English just to freak people out. Yeah. And uh, but never had the guts to do it. But those and, people uh, would know. See, I always liked uh, playing uh, nerd s venue type music stuff because you're out there camping. It's a captive audience. They can't yeah, run away. They, that's true. You play in bars and stuff. They just leave. You're, yeah. They're they're stuck with you. Yeah. yeah that's that's true. <laughs> if you want to be with people, this is what's happening. So anyway, that's yeah. that's where we met you and and and, and saw your love of music and and. Of course, as I said earlier, you you did our theme song for us as well. It's toe tapping. But, but you've got you've got a you've got a long history now of of music, actually. But uh, let's get a little background. So, how did you get into the SCA first? How, what what brought you into well, the SCA? It was through music. I've been playing music. Uh, I mean, since I was a young teenager, whatever. Uh, oh, that's a long story. How what? I got in the SCA? I, I, did, <laughs> I got in against my will. I did not want to do that. <laughs> really. Uh, a, a mutual friend, I think we have, uh, I was playing, uh, in a bar that like, uh, I used to play all over the States where I had like a kind of routine hit Shreveport. I was in, then you go down, down to Mississippi stuff or wherever. Sure. But one of the bars I was playing at a mutual friend of a guy who's in the SCA and he's like, dude, he said he did armor and chain mail. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, I want to see your armor. That sounds cool. And, uh, Ar- me, armor's cool. Everybody like, loves Let armor. me go to your house, you know, and like rummage through your stuff. <laughs> anyway, he's like, you should come check out an SCA event. You know, I was like, I don't know what that is. Had you already done Runfest and stuff oh, yeah, like that? Yeah, that's oh, going to, well, so I was you making. you had a, some love of it already. I had, yeah. And, and and if you've ever been to like Texas Renaissance Festival, it's not really like, ooh, we're big history buffs. It's like, hey, we like to, you know, yeah. see party. things on fire yeah. and party <laughs> and dragons and whatever. And, and girls in chain mail. I've, uh, that doesn't. It didn't hurt. Uh, you know, I've made, and I'm, I'm not saying that as a thing. I've made a lot of chain mail bikinis and skirts oh, yeah, they for sell my well. wife, you know, they sell and well. our friends. And uh, yeah, and we're too poor to buy them. So like, yeah, that's the story of my life. I'm too poor to buy it. I have to just it. do it myself. Uh, anyway, so I wanted to see how it was really done. Because, you know, the SCA, they're a historical group uh, on a good day. Yeah, and, uh, yeah was there is like a the, lot of history. Oh, yeah. He was making like the real stuff and I was making costume nerd stuff. Uh, anyway, so he took me to an event and, uh, to be honest, I was like, didn't understand what I was seeing and didn't do it again for years and years and years and years. It, was it, a, was it an event in Texas? No, it was, it was in Louisiana. Oh, it was in Louisiana? It was in Louisiana. And then I moved uh, back to Texas for a while. And, uh, this, this guy, uh, I, I don't feel like I should be naming names. I won't. Oh, you don't have to. <laughs> but a, a guy in Texas was like, I'm going to start a Renaissance festival here in Huntington, Texas. And I was like, there are about 20 people here. That's going to be a heck of a challenge. <laughs> but I was like, many years ago, many moons ago, I went to an event and I saw these guys and they were fighting and had shields and they were bashing and, and, uh, they were belly dancing and all that. I was like, you should contact them. Well, he did, and he found out there was no local chapter or anything. So he goes, I'm going to start. He's a very, he was a very energized guy. Go get her. Yeah, I'm going to start a local chapter. I was like, good luck. Good luck with all that. And, uh, and he was, then he found out he needed officers or whatever. He's like, would you be an officer? Yeah. He, I was like, I'm not doing that. You got to have higher. Yeah, you got to have, have workers. I was like, dude, I don't, I don't want to do that. It's like a, a commitment. It sounds I was like, in college. It sounds like yeah. work. It sounds like work. Uh, even though I didn't have a whole lot else to do. <laughs> Long, I'm not going to drag it anymore. But yeah, he drug me in, made me do it. And then uh, some very nice people who were in the SCA, they came in. Basically, the, the, the organization's top guys were like, hey, you got to go help them. They don't know what they're doing. Like, they're making a mess of things. So they sent some of the old guard yeah. you know, to come help us out. And that, some of those guys become my best friends now. But anyway, we started that. That's how I got into all that. And okay. then when I started going like to the camping events and, uh, and, and you, all that kind of stuff. And then, and then, so then you wanted to like, you got like, oh, you, there was fire and music and music. I mean, that, yeah. that's what you walk around all night and there has a big, huge 
parties and stuff and where the party well i was gonna say if you're walking around playing music camp going camp to camp you're never gonna have to buy your own alcohol that's for sure uh musicians that's why i think a lot of the bars in sa do it (laughs) you're like hey i get free stuff (laughs) yeah because we'd had that we support the arts well we had that happen Uh, a couple times where we were just you know sitting in the camp and some guy shows up and it's like Sing you a song. Sing you a song. You're like, hey, get this man a beer. Oh, you know what I love too? Because I come, I come from back and like playing bars to pay my rent kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I did it for years. You're just playing hours and hours and hours. No. If you're a bard at one of these medieval things, no, you walk up, you play two songs, get all kind of free stuff and go to the next thing and, and play the on. same two songs. Yeah. You never hey. have to learn more than two songs. <laughs> that's actually, God, that's a good idea. That's a racket. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a racket. Let me tell you, all musicians were just con men. That's all we are. Cause I, I have, I have a, to pay rent, you do whatever you have to do music stuff. And I have like done street musician stuff and uh, you're just playing the same two songs. People mm. walk by, they stop, listen. Ooh. But then they move on. <laughs> they leave and then you go, you just repeat. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Because uh, we're lazy. We're lazy musicians. We're a lazy group of people. Except, except, except that you have to constantly like if you're making a living on the road, you're not lazy. You're just see that's obsession. It's a little different. Yeah, <laughs> musicians are egotistical and obsessed. That's you know a different lazy. thing. A different thing altogether. Yes, we're, we're driven by our own self interest. So uh, you uh, you said you came from uh, Texas. That's where you grew up. Are yeah, I, we did. My family's from Texas. They're from East Texas. And uh, but you we talked about uh, earlier, and you were saying you traveled around a lot when you were younger. Yeah, we, I've traveled all over the U.S. Uh, my biological dad, he was a traveling minister, so we've been everywhere, man. Uh, but we were living in people's and we didn't have a lot of money, and so we were living in people's basements in this small apartments, yeah, in New Jersey, any place. all the kindness of of the community across the country. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, Michigan, all kind of. Uh, oh, we've nice. lived quite a, quite a few places. Well, you've seen a lot, a lot of the country then. Oh, yeah, but originally from East Texas, and uh, then I moved to Louisiana when I was 14, and so we've been kind of bouncing back, back and forth. Well, yeah, a lot of people in Louisiana jokingly say that they, you know, the western side of Louisiana is East Texas, and then it people, is. And then the, people go the from pine, Texas, go, you know, it's uh, that. Oh, uh, there's a big difference, though. See, I grew up in Derrida, yeah, which has been, I think, uh, I might be wrong if anybody listening, like that guy doesn't know what he's talking about, but I think they were voted like safest town in Louisiana like two or three times in a row or something like that. Uh, but I was born in Angelina County in Lufkin, Texas, which if you watch cops a lot, nice. they're on there a lot. They are. That, that town <laughs> is on there a lot. <laughs> yeah, my family's from there. So we, uh, yeah, so we give them a hard time. Like, you know. we went somewhere safer to the Ritter. You're, uh, well, we uh, were amazed when we watched a show about, it was country music singers, but how many of them are from East Texas. Oh, a lot of them. And, yeah. and how many of them have shot a man at some point in their life. A lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them. I don't know, what is a you East Texas boo? Yeah, that's a, so I was born in East Texas, but the only person I'd be in danger of shooting is myself, probably. You know, an accident in the foot as I try to clean Or walking through the woods and just some poor hunter. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, too, he's not wearing you. orange. I think he's fair game. Oh, I used to hunt. I told you, I'm lazy. I don't even hunt anymore. It was like four o'clock in the morning. And if I shoot mm. something, I have to drag it back. Yeah. And, and get it cleaned or clean Sounds it like myself. Work. Oh, yeah. If I think about solid deer now, I'd just be like, you move along because you look like work to me. Uh, <laughs> too much maintenance. So, yeah, too much too much maintenance. So anyway, so that's how, that's how we been, uh, landed uh, in the SCA is uh, knowing that he was playing music. But uh, I did not realize how involved in music he was until I, later I started hearing uh, from a couple of friends of mine. Go, no, no, he's he's an actual musician. Um, an I'm actual like, musician. Oh. Actually, oh, Did musician. you just make all the bars of the SCA bad? Yeah, actual. actually, if I did, uh, well, uh, we, we deal can, with it because <laughs> – we can define well, no, it as it, it, you uh, get a paycheck. Pay. Yeah, yeah pay. You, you've gotten a paycheck. Because uh, the SCA has some fine people, but that that group it it's a uh, not 
You don't get paid. You spend, no, no, you it's money. everything's voluntary. Yeah, you spend money. It's a volunteer organization. It is expensive. Yes. The SCA is not yeah. cheap. Uh, oh, it's not, it, another great thing about Bard. Uh, it's cheap. You that's the cheap a, aspect. Yeah. Guitar, go in there and yeah. But you, they have. You don't they even have, have to get a tent. But they also have competitions. Yeah. They have various uh, uh, contests and things uh, for not just any musicians, but like making armor it's or funny. it's the creative side of the SCA yeah. is illuminating. You got the, the SCA is, is often divided up by people within the group as you have the fighters, you have the creatives, and then you have somewhere in between where everybody kind of meets and which yeah. is a good way of looking at it. With, um, with a lot of bleed through too. Yeah. Yeah. Crossover. My fair, fair share of fighting you getting beat on. Yeah. yeah. People and, are and complex. They have, I didn't multi- say that, but again, levels. if you, if you want to, you know, get hit and hit people, it's a great place to hang out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, well, not only that, but you run into a lot of guys like, dude, I need to get some, some stuff out. You meet ladies like I need some aggression. I need to hit something. But yeah. Have I got the place for you. Yeah. And, and put on armor, but you meet people yeah. that uh, yeah. can it's do some really, life. some really amazing <laughs> uh, things. I, I've learned, I've probably learned more about just general ability to do certain things from them, from the SCA stuff that I would have never thought practical talented people. Yeah. And, and then turned out to be really useful to know later. Uh, a small example of exactly what you're talking about. Is a dude. I'm a. I love that show, Forge and Fire. Oh, I love it. The blacksmithing. Uh, like I said, too lazy to do it, but it's I really cool like watch. watching other people do it. But they've had a lot of competitors from the SCA. They're blacksmiths and stuff. Uh, so a friend of mine went on that show, and he actually like made me a little knife. It's not my son's first knife. It's a Forge and Fire uh, competitor's knife that he made. That went to my son. Cool. They're very talented people in that group. That's oh, absolutely. It. I uh, I'd never actually understood how they made chainmail in the past. I I'm, I'm a history freak didn't realize all the different forms learned learned tremendous amount of history through the sca so it is an educational group as well it's not just for partying and drinking and i've had a lot i've had a lot of history forced upon me well that too (laughs) i'm not that smart there's a lot of smart people in there i'm i just have to nod and be like yeah that's really cool well yeah you got you got the guys though who are really like specific it's like let me tell you about this battle that happened in 938 at two o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, and it's like, wait a minute, we don't need to get that but, detail. You know, this is a kind of, but I've learned because of, uh, cause I've been doing about six years, not, not near as long as y'all have, but I've learned to sew. Like now I have sewing yep. machines. I can sew my own stuff and all that. And that never would work happen. leather. Oh, I was leather working before that, but I've learned way more about it. The great group. If you want to learn how to do all kind of end of world survival stuff. Survival. Yeah, there you yes, go. They it's, are survivalers. Yeah. For when, for when end times come. Oh, and you know, like, Oh, and they're coming. And that, that fighting too, like they take, they, they approach it as a martial art. I mean, you learn it, you're learning it. Like they're, they're, oh, yes. they're swinging sticks. Like it's a extremely studied art form. So now when I watch sword fighting movies, I look over to my wife and be like, Hey, Hey, your husband knows how to do that. Aren't you impressed? <laughs> huh? Huh? Aren't you right. more impressed? Uh, well, and they've also become uh, advisors to a lot of movies as well, uh, especially for yeah, like large scale fighting. Because mm-hmm. in movies for years, big large scale battles would always, in the movies, would always degenerate into, it would be like all of a sudden a little clearing space would open up in this large group of people and two guys would come out and sword fight. Now you'll see in some of these TV shows like the Vikings and some of these other shows, you see it as it actually was done with spears, basically doing all the grunt work really. And and archers, Yeah, which you learn also in the SCA very quickly here. If you're going to die in the SCA, the way you're going to die eventually will almost always be an arrow. Yeah. uh, I have a a friend of mine. He made me like the crossbow thing, which I mean, even outside the SCA, those are 
they have like big rubber tips and they yes. hit hard, but they are fun to just shoot. We go in the yard, I shoot it. My, my son runs and gets the little, he's like, daddy, I got all the arrows. It's like, yeah, I didn't have to go get the I didn't myself. have to pick yeah. anything up. <laughs> and he's like, this is the best game ever. I was like, isn't it though? Well, yeah. And, and I have, yeah. I have one of those, the medieval style crossbow that oh, was made yeah. by a guy named I, uh, Iolo in uh, down in Texas. Yeah. And, uh, and the the fact that I shot one of those ones with the rubber tip and but when we say rubber, we're not talking squishy rubber. No, no it, it does leave a And bruise. I shot my shed and I still have the dent in my shed door uh, from where I shot it. Oh, I've I've had bruise for like over a week from Yeah. There. Yeah, it's almost like a content warning, like, hey, anybody interested in this? Like this is painful. This isn't foam weapons. This no, no. Like bruise you like a it's, it's not a LARPing. It's not LARPing, it's not nerf. Yeah. Uh, uh, the arrows hurt, and and who will hurt you the most? There, these, these women will hurt you too. Like men, men, women, men fight together. It's a co-ed, and these these uh, women are faster and will hurt you. And, uh, and younger, I discovered that. Yeah. I got into it way too late. Yeah. I, I, I was already good, slow. Uh, I know how good these fighters are because they're beating my butt all the time. That's yeah, how I know they're good because I'm I'm on the receiving end of their talent. And now you're seeing these kids that are coming up to her like 18, and they oh, grew, they grew up in it. Yeah. It is like, okay, I'm done. I'm just going to go ahead and put my swords down now. Yeah. I, I largely have anyway, but yeah. Yeah, I have to. It's, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm too well, old, you know, too slow. Because you mentioned like the tents and all, it can be expensive. I finally bought like a medieval tent. I was so happy because I've been doing it for like, you know, five, six years. Finally got it. COVID. Dang and now it. I can't go out. Oh, yes. we've taken out once in the yard. Oh. You know, I was like, oh, that's, that's life in it. That was us. I, I sold my, I had a tent. I finally got it. The, the, <laughs> for people who don't understand, it, looking for the perfect tent that you can set up quickly and easily so you don't have to work hard and looks cool yeah. and looks cool and looks period and looks mm-hmm. like it's from the Middle Ages is a quest for almost every person in the SCA. And uh, it's really hard to find a tent that's easy to set up that also looks like something yeah. from that. Oh, time I'm sure period. somebody out there is saying, I've got the tent for you. But I have seen <laughs> I have seen every style of tent you can possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. And uh, very few of them are easily put up. <laughs> I've sold a lot. I sold a lot of my SA stuff. We scaled down quite a bit, but oh, I'm not yeah. selling my tent. I love that thing. I haven't got to use it. <laughs> and you might need it. Hang on to it. Might you never need know. it. Yes. Uh, oh, well, you can go camping on it. Depending on what I say on this podcast, my wife might be going out. I might need it. <laughs> I might need it whenever this comes up. Why would you go there and need something like it's that? It's made that, me too cocky. That's what uh, wife is like. Oh, that you'll come across. We get like a fight and be like, I'll uh, just take this tent outside. Like, kick me out of the house. I have a big. You can't big, kick me out of the house. I have a house tent. right there. It's folded up. Uh, yeah, she may move down the road or something. Uh, <laughs> Tents are nice, but I still like a. I, I still like a sturdy building. <laughs> yeah, building buildings are good, especially you know they're not as older. sturdy yeah. as you would think in Louisiana, though. I live in a trailer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, as it turns out. Well, I don't know. My trailer did all right. I'm not going to complain. So, you know, like, yeah. Yeah, is, we've talked about the weather. We won't go there. Uh, I relate a lot of this with the bar stuff. Because uh, when I met my wife, I was bartending at, like, three different bars. And I've been, uh, that was, as a musician, that's kind of where you live. If you're going to make yeah, if you're paying yeah, rent. It's an you easy, yeah, because you're uh, already there. Well, you play, like, casinos or something, other festivals or whatever. But your money is in playing bars every night because they're open. Yeah. And uh, so I relate a lot of stuff to it. But you don't like the young guys, how they psych themselves up. We've, you've seen it in bars. Like they get in a fight. They got to psych themselves up. Like, oh, oh come and on. they rip off their shirts. Yeah. Yes. In Louisiana, if you live in a trailer when a hurricane comes, you have to do the same thing. Like, come on. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll survive this. Inside, scared. You know, well, outside, yeah. bluffing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we, we, well, we have a problem on this show, which is every time we've done a hurricane episode, like talking <laughs> right. about some kind of history related hurricane, then a hurricane comes. Then we've actually so, had a hurricane. Jinxed us. Yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Like is like, it or is this wood? Yeah, yeah, so not the, yeah, the we, we, talked, we talked about the Galveston storm, then Laura hit us. We finally got back on the air, finally got 
power. And we were like, man, that was a heck of a, let's talk about post hurricane. We talked to everything post hurricane and I'm looking at the computer and I see Delta forming and I'm just like, ah, no way this thing's, no, gonna, way. no way, no way could it possibly hit the same spot. And uh, sure enough, <laughs> my wife gets on me saying I jinxed everything, which you, you, uh, over for the school system. I just started the school system this year. So, uh, my office is kind of connected to a lot of other people, and I'm bad about saying, like, oh, the kids are being real good today. They're like, why would you say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah now don't the jinx rest it. of the day. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah. you jinxed it. That's right. Yeah. I've, and I've they it. feel it. I don't know how they feel it. it they sense it. They do. So uh, so when did you uh, when did you first start uh, really kind of getting into music, like, you know, as far as. What like, age and what instrument? Because nobody gets into music starting to think they're going to make money, obviously. It's no, it's it's a know. love of, of please music. Please don't. If you ever yeah. think you're going to, please do not do that. That's a terrible thing. That's why I say about decision. teaching, too. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, the uh, when, when did you uh, first really start getting into music as, as something that you really like doing? Uh, my whole family's musicians. They've been musicians for, uh, uh, I have my great grandmother's uh, guitar that she used in juke joints. You know, way back in the day, uh, I'm telling y'all earlier, I got pictures of my grandfather in World War II. He's playing his mandolin on top of all the equipment and all that kind of stuff. All the like most of the ladies, they play piano in my family and all that. So I think it's just kind of it was a natural progression for yeah, you. It was going to uh, happen, which, you know, so I, I think I said earlier, you know, we travel around to a lot of church stuff. So it's kind of like, you're not going to listen to that rock and roll. So I begged and begged <laughs> for a uh, Game Boy. But I didn't want the Game Boy. I wanted the headphones that came with it. Uh, I had a clock radio, and you could uh, plug it in and rock and roll nice. all night long. Uh, so I always remember just Sneaky. kind of being obsessed with it and kind of loving it. Uh, yeah. But I uh, started playing guitar, I think, about 14. And uh, that was Nirvana came out, whole high school, everybody guitars. And, uh, boy, it's, you know, you uh, you mesh with whatever time you're in. Man, that album came out, and just everybody wanted to be rock stars, myself included. Well, so the, the music right then w- was actually really great. It was I, really great. The first time I heard uh, uh, from the same era and same style was Pearl Jam. When I heard that f- yeah. first album of theirs, I was just like blown away by how different it was, and yet that's a great album. Just so open to for anybody to hear it and go, you know, even if they'd never heard rock and roll of any kind before. That's some good music. Yeah. That's, I read an article, too, that was saying, like, uh, I'm going to mess this up, too. But it was saying how people complain, like, oh, music today is not that good. And they're talking about how, like, back then they did have something to say. And they were signing some, like, when uh, Nirvana came out, then the record labels wanted to sign everybody. Right. So they were just signing crazy bands. But because of it, we got some really, really good music in the 90s. Yeah. Because they were signing anybody and everybody. They'd sign, you know, Primus or President's United States. They don't, you know, these bands are <laughs> yeah. nuts. But they're... <laughs> Primus. Know, but they're, but they're yeah. awesome. They you are. Know, they, I don't think, like, a major record label would sign something like that today. Because they, no, know, they think, not. like, oh, we can't. It's not safe. And today they safe. wouldn't need to because yeah. Primus would just put their own shit out. Uh, I thought it was funny. When well, you can't, you can't. Yeah, they put their own out. Music, yeah, yeah those, those per, corporate music, music people, it's like, well, who do they sound like? Yeah, that's the first question. Who do they sound like? Well, they don't sound like anybody. Yeah, well, then we can't the point, sell right? that. Uh, corporate, corporate music, it's just, and I'm, I'm going to sound, I'm 41, I'm about to sound like a real old man right now, but like, there's a lot of awesome music out right now. I mean, really crazy, inventive. Diverse. But yeah. it's, it's coming from independent artists. I mean, Absolutely. If you turn on the radio, it's, it's so boring and whitewashed. I love country music, so I'm about to bash on it. So I want to preface it with I love, love, love country music. Uh, but boy, some of that stuff on the radio today, like I wish I was a 90s girl or whatever yeah, yeah. they're saying about Like, what are you even That's talking about? That's not country. That's well, not in country. In the 90s, they had something to say, man. We didn't know what they were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those lyrics make no sense, but they, were, they had a message, man. Whatever that yeah, message was. Yeah, well, <laughs> you're right, though. Country music, there's great country music being made. Oh, yeah. You won't hear it on the radio. No, not on the radio. Like, well, you'll hear it on, like, uh, uh, Sirius, Outlaw Country. Outlaw Country. I'm a big YouTuber as well. I like YouTube because you can put it on there and it plays and kind of goes off in its own thing. Yeah. And you yeah. Just it takes you on a stream. Like. Yeah. And boy, if you just sit and listen long. Well, we long would have long. never discovered one of the bands that we like a lot is Avett Brothers. We would have never heard of them yeah. through the radio. No. You know, uh, I had a, somebody burn their CD back when I was in college. I mean, that's how it, because uh, they said, hey, my, yeah, this girl way, I went to school the with. The lyrics are amazing. Yeah, this girl I went to school with. She's like, my, my husband, he's really into all this indie stuff. So he burned, man, a nice guy, because he burned like 200 CDs. Oh, there. nice. And that's, that's why you actually, just as, as an aside, if you want to find out where good music is, you got to go out and find it. Uh, it's being played all over the country at yeah, all, all the time. Uh, uh, Paul Thorne was another one we, mm-hmm. we saw. We, we didn't. We just lucked out and found out about Paul Thorne. And there's actually, a- he has missionary roots too because his father was an evangelical oh, yeah. preacher. And yeah, yeah actually, he that. grew up in the tents. That was a pre- preacher kid, whatever they, they call it, whatever it makes you know, <laughs> yeah. there's, there's something that bonds us. You mean another one, you just yeah, kind of look, yeah. cry for a little bit, and then move on. <laughs> but but uh, I think it was uh, on one of the. One of the albums by Webb Wilder, he says that. He yeah. goes, there is good music being made. It is out there. You yeah. have to go and find it. Yeah, you have to go and find but it. But COVID not, not won't let hard. us. COVID's <laughs> keeping everybody out. Uh, this is the craziest. And uh, uh, you kind of just. I know. I'm, I'm sorry. Scattershot, <laughs> I know. Scattershot I shouldn't around, have taken like, it there. But, but I, get, I get, you know, you talk to a bunch of musicians and they had, we all, I think we all had this idea that COVID was going to hit and there was going to be an explosion of art that we were all going to start yeah. writing stuff. And that didn't happen. No, I think didn't. a lot of us, we just shut down. Uh, and you see that, yeah, because like, you needed the stage, I, I think. And I, but I think now everybody's kind of getting back to where, like, hey, you know what? I'm ready to start creating and I'm ready to start writing music. And yeah, yeah. I, maybe I, I would have thought, I, I'm just like you, I would have thought when COVID hit, everybody would have said, okay, I'm going to sit down and write a bunch of music so that when this passes that, yeah. over, I will have this huge pile of stuff to, and we well, didn't have anything else to do. You we got the quarantine blues. I have heard that. Quarantine blues. Well, I heard, uh, <laughs> uh, it was, I heard one of the artists that I like Sturgill Simpson said, he goes, the problem was I wrote a bunch of music. He said, but if I can't go perform it, I don't know if it's any good. <laughs> uh, I, I just realized that, uh, I was like, man, if you have all the time in the world, the things you could do. Then you get all the time in the world, like, whoa, I'm just really lazy. <laughs> like, uh, you know what? That's not going to change anything. I planted a garden. Uh, I became nope. I became an expert couch impressioner. You yeah. got There's a an podcast. Of my ass you you on got the a podcast and a puppy. Actually, I got a podcast. That this is a COVID <laughs> born all right. podcast. You know, me, you me know what? Same thing. Did a, you create any music during the quarantine? Oh yeah, a lot. Well, For can us, we hear some of it? We, sure. we we hear it every time we start the podcast. Well, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. And nothing could be better than that. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to preface this, and this is a one, one thing I've never liked about performers. I, I'm not big on the apology before you play something. You know, be like, oh, I wrote this. this but is, you're yeah, about to do it? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm but I wrote this specifically for your show. So this isn't just new. This oh, is brand, brand new. All right. So and if there's mess ups, it's because this is written in the last, like, few days. Okay. So. And okay. and we are sort of in a quarantine-like event still. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm going to I'm gonna attempt to do actual wizardry and turn off all the microphones but the one I need okay. while we're doing this. Uh, so, <laughs> so this is Long in the Boot special premiere. Long in the Boot whatever. special. 
Yeah, yeah long in the boot special. Yeah, it's like the COVID special, but yeah, so these it's got integrity. These songs have only been heard by my wife, and uh, so without screaming, "Hey, stop doing that!" in the middle of it, I'm not sure I can get through it. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, Bella go, will go do gather that. your stuff and and uh, All right. and get going, and I'll gradually start potting things down. Okay, we're gonna switch to the music mic, <laughs> which is mic number four. Mic number something. I'm not sure. I believe it's mic number four. Okay. Let me let me get the engineer to check that. Hey, engineer. Yeah. Which one is it? It's yes, four. I have no idea. Which one do we plug this into? Uh, let's see. That You should be on four. Yep. Okay. There we go. Okay. You're hearing me through the... Uh... All right. That's the one. That's the one. Uh, so I'm going to try to keep my head straight, so we'll be reading these brand new lyrics off the page. And if I mess up, you won't know because it's all new to you. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, this one's called Rose Pines because, you know... I'm not very smart. That's where I'm from. I've got a splitting headache and I haven't slept for days. I got seven types of whiskey and a woman in my brain. I've been on this road so long, not sure where it goes. Since we split, well, I'm hoping she forgives me. If she don't, I guess I'll live still 200 miles till I knock right on her door. I guess if she says no, West Virginia, here I go. Did she take you back? I don't know. I had to get back home to find out. <laughs> you tell me a story and you didn't end it. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. I guess I did. Like I said, yeah. Anything to do. There's no you left that, us hanging. I'm, I'm the story uh, person. <laughs> I get, I'll call you when I get home. Yeah, she let, she let me in the door. I have a key. She you tell her. Yeah. Tell her to give me a call. <laughs> you know, that's that's what's so funny about art. I didn't even realize that. That you no, didn't end it Yeah, for there's us. no end. Okay. You okay. know what? That's kind of I like life, to man. think you well, got no, back. That and just changes when you when you have the disc. It's part one. <laughs> <He's> part. <laughs> he needs a part two. 
<laughs> oh yeah, multi-part song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why not? Series is where it's at, man. Yeah, <laughs> serials. Yeah, yes. that's where a lot of like the podcast uh, money comes from. Is like the stories that do serials. What's that? What's podcast oh, money? God. Ooh, <laughs> I want to know about yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> podcast money. The uh, what was it? The uh, it's uh, the money you spent. What were they saying? Oh, yeah, it's, true, it's, true crime podcast is number one kind of podcast. Yeah, it is. It was like. Gee, how much crime is there? You, there's there's five million podcasts in the world. <laughs> hey, you know what? Go to Lufkin, Texas. There you'll have all, yeah. the, uh, all they the put their crap on billboards. I don't think they're gonna let me back out. You're gonna have, you're gonna have people out there, podcasters, who are like, okay, I got to go murder somebody tonight so we can do a story to, on it to later. Do a- yeah, all my East Texas family would be like, you're a jerk. <laughs> there's probably some podcaster in down by Jennings, Louisiana, who's responsible. Oh, for you did all. not go there, did you? Really, <laughs> just go there. Oh now we. We, we broke it wide open, folks. I really it's a podcaster like in Jennings who killed all those people. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, I really like the song. Yeah, that, that was, was great. Awesome. I was, yeah, it was really, it really, was, was, it was nice. I was I really that. trying to craft some. Craft yeah, some no, I like. No, I like that a lot. Beat, uh, and it was very, yeah. That's my kind of music, right? It was there. very real, like Americana, I, genuine. I to make it like uh, you know, Taylor Deal. because <laughs> this is kind of what's happened, like uh, um, with like. Podcast and internet coming up. Guys like me who just, uh, you don't write anything great, you just write a lot of it. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> quantity, where we make quantity. And there will be a well, quality within so the quantity. This is so yeah. uh, this is so goofy, I guess. But now, like, we're, we're not musicians. We're content producers. That's right. Well, I'm not a musician. I'm content. You, well, you know what they call themselves in Hollywood now? Huh. Creatives. Creatives. Yes, yes, you're a creative. I'm a creative. Okay, I can't do that. That's a little too, <laughs> too on the bougie side of it. But no, you're, you're out of your quantity, 30s, though. So that's no. a... That's uh, what we were talking about this the other day. One of the uh, comedy writer, uh, a guy named Tom Lennon, who used to be on uh, Reno 911. Oh, uh, yeah, Dangle. that's a funny Dangle. show. Yeah. He's a writer. Him and uh, the guy played Junior. They're writers. They do comedy yeah. uh, scripts. And he explained that there's one rule that you have, or two rules. The first one is if you want to be successful as a script writer in Hollywood, move to Hollywood. Because yeah. so, when they call to talk to you, they want to see you now, not three yeah. three days from now. He said the other thing is, Write scripts. You want to be a script writer? You need to write scripts. He yeah. said, before you even submit one, you better have a hundred already written. He's not wrong. And and there, a, so I would imagine music's kind of similar in a way. Well, I started like way before internet stuff. Anyway. <clears throat> so now like there's a, uh, that's all I do is kind of look this stuff up. And uh, there's a guy named Joe Gilder, but he had an article out. They, they send it in your email. You get little articles like, Hey, you know, yeah. and uh, he was saying like, Hey, he's like, if you want a good song, write 20. There you go. 19 are going to be garbage. Then uh, way back uh, I don't remember. I, I've, it's been way too long. I forgot how long ago it was. But when I was like 20-ish something, I had read like a, a guitar player magazine. They're saying like, hey, write a song every day. And I haven't done that, but I've come real close to writing about a song at night. I write something. It's almost all garbage. I mean, it's the worst things you've ever heard in your life. But if you want to. <laughs> but that's what writers and writers say the same thing. Writers say if write. you want to be a writer, you got to write. You remember yeah. Mac Davis's show where he'd do the little, the audience would give him a topic. Well, he doesn't he, remember that show. No, because but he but, that, but that's how like we grew up. They, they were actually, you know, that was a talent to have him just yeah, spur he would, the moment Mac, songs. Mac Davis was a great songwriter, but he would do that. He had a show on TV for a while, a variety oh. show. And he'd go out in the audience and say, give me a topic and I'll quickly yeah. do a song. And he'd do like four lines, you know, but. Man, he could do it. Could, that's oh, kind of, you know, that we've kind of moved past, but the NCAA, that's kind of where I made a lot of uh, uh, free meals and sandwiches, like just making stuff up. Oh, writing but a song that, for a guy who had a great battle that day. Oh, I can, I can come up with stuff top of my head because I don't have a good head for lyrics. And man, when you play four or five hours, four or five nights a week in bars and everything, you forget a lot of lyrics. So you better start making stuff up. And they are drunk and they don't know the difference. And they don't know the difference. <laughs> yeah. so that's it. As long as you keep saying syllables, I, oh, you know, 
<laughs> no, no, my buddy, uh, my buddy that plays in Lake Charles, he's a uh, he's been playing. For instance, one of the songs they do every night when they play, they always do uh, Steve Ray Vaughan "Pride and Joy." Yeah. He says, I still have it written down. It's it's on his monitor. He's got yeah. it taped right there. He says, because I forget the words to that song. And he says, I play it every time we play. Yeah. But I always forget a word or two in that song every time I play it. Uh, well, I love being a, a 90s baby. Because all of our baby, you don't have to know the <laughs> you words. You don't have to remember anything. <laughs> all that uh, weird out. We just got all these marbles in my mouth. That was the funniest. Uh, he's, you know, he's. He was was he just in Lafayette or he's about to be in Lafayette? Oh yeah, he is. Oh, I would go at to the uh, at the at the whatever it is the art art place we saw the Aver Brothers actually. I uh, can't remember the name Heim, of it. The Hyman Center. Hyman Center. I don't like that name. I don't. Uh, I can't forget <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So you know, yeah, that, that was a more innocent time, a pre-internet time when you could name yeah. stuff and not get ripped. That's this is a. Somebody's Googling Hyman Center right now. <laughs> oh, you ever see that thing like, hey, we're going to leave our, our naming up to the to the masses. And yeah, like, we'll we'll name our, and it's always. No, um, no, it's not yeah. a good thing. Yeah, not a good thing at all. Like the boat, Bodie McBoatface. They were going to let the people name it. It was this right. boat. It was the ship that they were. <laughs> and the people on the internet, Bodie McBoatface. That's what they wanted the boat to be named. That one. An awesome name. Uh, <laughs> and it won. So. Uh, this, this is kind of like new age of how things are done. Where, but some of the guys I play with, like I've never met them. Like they send files in, and then you, you know, whatever. Oh, and you put, sure. yeah, yeah. So last week there was a, a guy out of, uh, he was out of Tennessee. Now he's in Indiana. Yeah. Uh, he's a banjo player guy. He sent me this stuff, and he's like, "Hey, what's your YouTube channel?" I was like, dude, I try to stay under the radar. I don't want that kind of internet exposure where they're saying things. Yeah, yeah, whatever. where people comment to you and uh, your well, that's because craft. Because like, a few because a few days before that, like I'm on the internet a little bit, and my wife was like, "Hey, look what they're saying about you." And they're saying like, "Oh, he's a farmer," and he like, <laughs> not a racist asparagus. Like, where? Did, no, is that derogatory? <laughs> Actually, that might be the way to go. I've seen farmer. You should on craft. Netflix. You should craft a completely BS biography. Oh yeah, and then put that up as your official biography. I have a few biographies well, on there. Some of the podcasts, and some of them are not. At all. I'm like that's, but you know, I don't. I'm too well, isn't there correct. another Landon Blood out there? Oh yeah. If much, our much if our my, people uh, Google Landon Blood, what are they going to see? Well, first you're not going to see me at the top. There's a <laughs> there's some guy in like a 2007 something in a. Uh, a satanic metal band. Also, his stage name was Land of Blood. That's not me. Oh, that's not even Scroll his real down name. down a little bit. So he chose your name. I get. I really don't know. I, I, it hmm. seems like a stage name. I think I don't know much about him. Hmm. But if you, yeah, if you Google me, I'm not the satanic band guy. I'm the. Uh, I'm the guy. This the is tractor. the rose pine land and blood. Yeah, I'm, the, I'm the guy <laughs> next to the tractor. Yeah. Well, here you the wrong, wrong guy. Did he's you pose the, next to a tractor? New York. Well, no, no. And actually, there is. I think there. Yeah, there is a bio for one of those one of the shows that oh. I do music for, and I, they have a tractor because they wanted a picture, and I was like, yeah, I'll take a cool picture, and I waited too long, so they ripped something off my Facebook. So yeah, oh. yeah, my tractor is featured on stuff. It's a nice wow. tractor. Wow. And hey. you know, that could happen to any of Your us. Your tractor is sexy. Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, it's, a, it's an 80-year-old Yanmar. No, it's not. <laughs> I think it's it, beat up as I am. everybody that has a social profile out there is is subject to that have, kind of thing. Yeah. I've been trying to get my, my buddy, Greg, who plays up in Kansas City. His last name is Todd, T-O-D-T, which is death in German. Ah. I said, you need to name yourself Greg Death. I mean, he should have been Greg Death right from the beginning. When right. we knew this in high school, we were like, because we knew he was going to be in music. There was never a doubt. He was just one of these guys. And it's like, come on, Greg, change your last name to Death, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'll stick with Todd. <laughs> but, uh, I would say if you if you want to hear any of my music, just listen to this podcast. Well, <laughs> because it's uh, I don't I'm lazy. I don't put a whole time. You, you don't. Well, you got it's about to be a lot. 
we're about to start putting. I, I teamed up with a couple of musicians. So you have got a focused goal now. Yeah. Like so, I'm on there. I'm just hard to find. Like, there's a band, Twelfth uh, Gate. It's like a music collective. I'm on a lot of. There's the rock music stuff I'm on there. You can find my stuff out there, but uh, I haven't actively pushed because I'm lazy. Because you're lazy. And well, get, get and you know you have to do that these days. I mean, they yeah. they are a a visual media. Out it is. Without, you are absolutely right. Without a YouTube. Well, since you're not, video, yeah. you're not officially not. signed to a label, right? Uh, He's not for, doing that again. Well, he established that. No, I do work for a production company out of North Carolina. Do media, uh, deep Deeper Media. They, so I make some a little money off of them. They, they well, no, that, when you have a song, yes. you want somebody to hear, send it to me, and I'll I'll put it on the uh, on my website and push it that way. I mean, I have pages. I have pages. I don't. I can make any pages I no, want. We're, we're about to start actually. There you go. That. I've been. I've been lazy. Like, the last year uh, since the uh, COVID outbreak. Well, then get your band started, and then I'll link to your page. There we go. The one thing COVID did do was it forced me to like learn the gear ahead. Yeah. Now I am like yeah. putting, doing a lot more recording, and uh, we're just getting the phase of trying to figure out the YouTube thing. Because uh, it's kind of weird. Yeah, some of my old musician buddies are coming out and uh, playing with me now. We're kind of like, hey, we got to do videos. Yeah, we're still figuring out, like, okay, videos. we had the music. We don't know how to link it to a video because you're right. Without a video, it's, yeah, because honestly, yeah, this sounds bad. I don't like listening to music without a video. I don't care if it's just a yeah, like a well, video is kind of the way in. I like the story. I, <laughs> well, it's 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 story. the thing. Like, uh, what was the song? The Dead South when they came out that song that hit so big with the whistling at the beginning. Yeah, but if they hadn't had that video, yeah. I don't know if that song would have went anywhere. Well, it's kind of like uh, how we consume media is wildly different before yeah. it's radio I don't, yeah. I don't even know who listens to i mean personally i don't know anyone who listens to the radio anymore. i don't no <laughs> uh yeah so it's kind of like without the video without the visual thing it's 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 tough to get anything out there and i'm guilty of it too now i like to see something well it, and a lot of times you can get that story uh, yeah. with with a video that uh or just he, seeing them or just seeing the band perform yeah. is even nice mm-hmm. there, there's a band uh, there's the appalachian band called the local honey band it's these two ladies who play banjo one play guitar and there's just beautiful music's gorgeous and, and you just kind of like watch them in front of their old vintage mics and so just yeah it's it, mesmerizing I yeah you, I guess. you just get caught up in it uh, i was yeah. fact I, there was like a, just a few nights ago uh my old drummer, and he learned to play guitar. He's been coming back around. He's like, hey, here's my guitar tunes. So we're messing around with stuff. And I was, we were talking about the same thing. I was like, you got to have a video. So I was showing him of Monsters and Men. I was like, look, see, the video. <laughs> and all the video is is like this monster thing just walking. It never changes. It just, and I was like, I see? saw that video. I know exactly what you're talking you're about. That is I was great. Like, yeah. much. It's compelling. <laughs> People want to know what's the story with this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah you don't so, have to spend uh, a lot of money to make a video now. I mean, no, you can do it on your phone. And yeah. Because I got Final Cut Pro or something, but I have to learn to use it. Yeah. I've been, I've been learning this last year, I've been learning to use my own studio stuff, and it's been all the audio stuff, and it's a uh, nerdy, nerdy, nerd stuff for nerds. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's a lot to remember. And then if you don't keep doing it, you forget what you learned. Yeah. And you got to go back and learn it again. Yeah. And you have to learn each piece of gear you get. And I'm telling you, I could spend the this whole podcast just talking nerdy stuff about gear like ooh this microphone does this ooh, this preamp puts a little bit of grit in there and then I want to tune out immediately like I don't want to hear that no, that's not why we're here my wife certainly but in fact she's forbidden she's like I don't want to hear about another microphone until 2024 you've already spoken about it now you've done it and it's on it. yeah it's recorded my, my long suffering wife having to deal with a musician for the last 20 uh, we've been together 19 years I sympathize with yeah. her yeah 24-7 don't don't let her fool you. She she is so lucky to be married. We to share me. a classroom every day. Well, I have to do music because y'all have fantastic podcast voices. I do not. I mean, I, uh, when I hear it, sounds like oh, that, I, that teenager I, I is think you have a great voice. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't. I uh, I don't have a podcast. I, if you move up way on the mic, get I close. Know. I have no mic control. He fusses I, I, at I, me I can, constantly. I can move way up like that. The people, sexy. The people who live behind my son-in-law in Arkansas, they gave their kid a, uh, a karaoke, like a, like a karaoke <laughs> microphone, right? <laughs> And he was he was 
he was just destroying screaming. it by screaming into the microphone. Uh, yeah. So I went over to the fence. I said, no, no, we'll do this. Go, hey, everybody. And I got him to do it. The little kid is out there going, hi, everybody. <laughs> had it turned up so loud. It was and, uh, so distorted. I had him it turn it down. Horrible. And I, I started teaching him how to puke like a good DJ. Oh, you know, sure. and do that. Hey, everybody. Well, it's going to be nice. It's like the party's on. I noticed his mother came out soon after that. <laughs> yeah, she did. She was off. upset. Though. And then texted <laughs> our son and, and his wife and said, I am so, so sorry. It just yeah. sounded like death metal when the kid had it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like. I wish you had that Rinding. nice podcast. You, see, like you're, you're like what, like uh, ten uh, inches away. Y'all right there. In the this, I gotta get see, close. If, if I move up close, it's like he might be a full grown man. Move back, like he hasn't hit puberty yet. So I, have to, <laughs> I don't have that voice, man. It's just yeah. well, the up close is for uh for the like you know. 2021 got you down. Whoa, look how deep your voice just got. <laughs> I can move right upon it. And feel well, like, guess what? 2022 when I, when I did is that here. Fake commercial and did the whole 2020 got you down. Yeah. I never thought 2021 would be worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I'm, I'm messing up your volume doing this too. You're, See, you're that's bad. what I do to him. Yeah, yeah. And then that's he's okay. got to edit and he gets you know all what? pissy about it. Our listeners it. need a good workout, yeah. an auditory <laughs> workout. <laughs> that's right. Like Mickey Mouse right around there. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. I like the cars coming in in stereo. Yeah. Oh, the, the phase. <laughs> but remember, you know, the first time you hear that, though, when you're a te- oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I was I was a teenager when it came out. Right. And it was like, check it out, dude. It moves from one speaker to the other. That's yeah. so amazing. And uh, it was like, <laughs> see, you're, 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 you are getting me off on some nerd stuff. But it's kind of a cra- crazy, like even when you pan super hard left and right, how even on your phones, you can tell it. I was watching a Netflix show and she's like this lady's walking through the thing and the fire alarms going off and you, it almost sounds like it's, you know, in the room. Yeah. yeah. Like it's right. moving with you. That's yeah. so cool. Well, it used to be the sound, the sound that you need, the size of the speakers you used to have to have. Oh to have my God. This really amazing sound. And today they're just it, little tiny speakers can sound amazing. Oh yeah, and uh, it's it blows my. That's for me. That's the coolest thing about audio that yeah. has happened yeah. over the years. You know what it is, dude? What like we're at an age now where we watch it develop. My first album thing, the first album my band ever made was on a reel to reel. They physically cut and spliced the tape when you had to make edits. You right. make a mistake, they cut, cut it with it a knife. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I was trying to explain that to my nephew because he's a musician. He's you know he's a good uh, piano keyboard player. I was like, yeah, they had to cut and splice the tape. He had no idea what I was talking about. He's like, what? I worked in a yeah. photo lab, and if you wanted to m- manipulate pictures, you, sometimes you would do that. You would take the negative, and and uh, you'd go in with – you'd wear a jeweler's loop, and you could go in, and, like, if you wanted to remove somebody from a picture, you literally went in with paint and removed the person <laughs> from the picture with this silver-colored paint, if it was black and white, which it was, and – then reach, then took a picture of the negative to create a new negative. And uh, it, it moved was, so fast. That like was it, Photoshop at that time. You know, look at us now with computers. With computers. And yeah. not that, but like, uh, uh, I have to go, do we, we have no internet at our house to speak up. You know, so oh, luckily I, by, we feel your pain. Yeah. All my we, we're better now, we just but got yeah, it. we just got uh, it 25 so, years later. So I have, I have all kind of, my studio has all kind of gear to do this thing, that thing, whatever, but it all runs through a MacBook Pro. I mean, because, but uh, I have to physically take the computer away to download whatever. But technology is moving so fast that, like, every six months you have to upgrade and do – like, it changed. It mm-hmm. changed so much it's not even relevant anymore. It's crazy how fast all this stuff moves now. But Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm not smart enough to keep up, so I'm just barely hanging on. Well, I can remember packing my music for uh, Rita, Hurricane Rita, when it came, and I packed up my music, and it was like five trunks of CDs, right? It just a massive 
huge amount, and I took them all when yeah. we evacuated. He was worried today, about his music. Today, today I grabbed my hard drive and yeah, put it in my pocket. Drive. Oh, well, that iPod came out. This is just like, this is like old people talk. Yeah. But yeah, when that iPod came out, I could put like all, every Everything had, you owned. My mind just blew out yeah. the back yeah. of my brain. Welcome, yes. welcome yeah. to Geezer Talk. <laughs> but with that, this is the, the generation where we've seen it progress. Yeah. I mean, everything like, yeah, well, you, you're just below uh, us. So and like, young people don't appreciate it. That's right. No, you heard me. My, my <laughs> first album that me and my band cut with the, uh, was on reel to reel, and uh, because there was no, we didn't even have internet. I didn't know there was any other way to do it. Now that was old technology, even then, because this was nine. Oh yeah, nine. Yeah. But to my little nineteen-year-old brain, I thought that's what every studio looked like. It like, looks cool because I had no reference point. But it also no looks cool. Look There's up. nothing cooler than a reel to reel when oh, it's running. I, I thought I was big time. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, we've made it. This well, is amazing. Well, let me tell you, man, that album went on every jukebox in Leesville. <laughs> Billy Goat Hill was alive where, with where music. Yeah, yeah. Oh boy, when wow. you hear as a, as a young man in a rock band, when you hear it on that jukebox, you're just like, "That's it." That's like, true. How though. does it get any bigger than that? Jukeboxes are awesome. Jukeboxes are awesome. <laughs> the, the, and the, I like the old ones, the old rock rock rockolas, yeah. where you, the arm would come out and grab the 45 and bring oh, it over and yeah. place it. Oh man! Uh, now, run, being poor, you know, not having a ton of money and running a studio, you live in pawn shops constantly. And they're always trying to sell me on jukeboxes that come through there. And they get so close. And then, you know, they get close enough to my wife saying, no. <laughs> we don't yeah, have not, room. And we don't. No, we don't no, have room. I hear, like I hear that. that a lot myself. So uh, I, 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 I hear tell you have another song. Uh, yeah. I have, we can. Yeah, let's can do uh, it. Now. Yeah, I think we should. Switching over to the music. Mic. Nobody wants to listen to me anyway. Uh, let's, <laughs> to me. let's see. Okay. I'm going to break a couple rules. Oh, that's I'm nice. For lyrics second, I'm going to tune uh, tune on air. Which you're also not supposed to do, but I just did. Uh, okay, this is the one I wrote about four days ago. And uh, let's see how it goes. Not like that. Should be put down if his fever brain does turn. Is it old? Or just cold? Son of a.
bottom of a hole. Now finally putting down roots. Just an old. Well, he's just a cold. Wait a minute. Hang on, Deb. Sorry. Go ahead. You muted. <laughs> Maybe I just like that too much. I, 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 I knew you would do that. I knew it. Yeah. You already rickrolled me. Yeah. yeah. They, didn't, they didn't have to hear all that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I was going to clap, and then I thought it would be awkward, but mm. then it was awkward not to have a clap. Well, it's the you got to do the Yoko clap from, Let it, from the Let It Be album. It's like... Yay, yay. And, uh, I, I can't make, I can't make that sound. I'm sorry. Well, yeah. I, so I can barely make it. Okay, so I, did did he, I, I got to ask, did he go to jail or in the grave? Oh, no. <laughs> you asked too many questions. Yeah, these songs are under more scrutiny. Than I, uh, I don't know. What it was the same, like I said, it's a, well, it sounded like the these are written when he put down days. roots in the hole. Oh. It, I didn't know if that was prison or if he was in the grave. Oh, no. Okay, and he this, was... this one actually does kind of have a complete story. Okay, there was one. Uh, so I told my wife I'm going to write a song about a guy killing another guy, and that's the song. Oh, there okay. You go. Not okay. a lot of deeper meaning. No, he found the guy and killed him. I guess. And he killed him, and <laughs> yeah. then he's going to have roots because they're going to pick him up, and he's going to go to prison. Well, I was trying to do some work. And, and he put him in a deep grave a because we in, all know that shallow <laughs> graves are worthless. There's a man <laughs> in the bottom of a hole now finally putting down roots. Yeah. Because uh, I'm guessing. Becoming part of the earth. I guess. Okay. Uh, my, all my, right. My, that makes me be- so, so feel better. So he's my, green. Uh, so it's all about, you know, it's, yeah. he's it's green. A, it's so this green is about song. guy killing another guy running from the cops. Yeah, yeah. My lyrics don't hold up to scrutiny. I didn't realize I'm, that. Was... I'm sorry. And, and, dispo- I, and dis- I like that's the smart. song. And disposing of him in a climate friendly way. Yeah, it's, it's eco friendly <laughs> because yeah. the tune is good and it and it has a story. It makes it better. See, nobody can yeah. accuse her of not listening, uh, right? So I did, I did kind of take this podcast as a challenge. Is like, can you write like all new stuff just for the podcast? So if, you know, it's a well, you've done an well, amazing you, you job win. so far. Did, yeah, you, you did yeah. it. Yeah. I did something. It's like a, these are like song something. ideas. I guess I did a thing. Regurgitated onto it's like when I watch somebody draw, and I'm just like, damn you. How do you? Oh, oh I know. I know. I, I, yeah. yeah. How do you move your fingers so fast? I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> how do you write a song so fast? Oh, they're fast? not hitting in the right places. You just do it fast enough. <laughs> Everyone can hear that you didn't hit the mark. That's, <laughs> That's story, my, story of my life. I had, I had a, my, my, my buddy who plays the guitar, and he's, he's good. And then he was I, was, I was just starting to play again, like cowboy chords, you know? It's like, G. You are better D. than you were. I mean, come no, on. I suck right now. I've done it enough. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but anyway, so he's like, no, no, do this. And he's trying to show me. He goes, make your pinky, make your pinky. And he's grabbing my pinky and he's trying to force it. And I'm like, it won't go there. Yeah, I taught guitar lessons for a short, short time. I was doing the same thing. Like, just move it. And it uh, yeah, because when you've been doing it long enough, you don't remember how you learned. You, you just, you well, just uh, did. And it becomes well, part muscle memory well, becomes yeah, part just, of you. you. Try to yeah. work on getting I, things for years, clean, I said, well, I can't clear. play guitar. My fingers are too fat. But then you and, saw the, the guy with crap. the spoon. But he, then I saw the guy. <laughs> This, this old black guy yeah. in, in, in Mississippi. We should know his yeah. name, and I can't. I can't think of it. But he 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 plays either with a spoon or a butter knife because his, his fingers hand. are mangled. Yeah. And so he's doing slide guitar with I like a. I have a bent spoon in the studio. And, and he's, 
amazing. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. You and he didn't suck. pick up a guitar yeah. until he was in his 50s. <laughs> and I was like, well, if he can do it, I guess I can't make that excuse anymore. <laughs> so that's like the story. Like, this is kind of funny because we play, uh, cause I was about to mention, they said Morgan Freeman didn't start acting to yeah. me. So, well, we played Morgan Freeman's club and met him down there. Down, oh, wow. Yeah, down in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Uh, one of my buddies. Clarksdale. The Clarksdale. Home. Home of the Crossroads. Home of the Blues. Yeah, baby. Crossroads. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of did like a blues odyssey. Went down there and played his club in like the last, because you stay in a little apartment above it. And uh, anyways, he came in like the last night. We got to oh, meet nice. him briefly. We were playing up there, played. Nice enough guy. Yeah, he yeah. seemed to be. Uh, well, he's he's America's narrator, of course. Oh, uh, we were we were trying not to geek out too. We were, we were, <laughs> yeah, we were like right. We were it's like hard to do. Blue, we were like really getting into blues music and stuff. We were like, okay, don't don't geek out and just be like. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> so he he sat at the table behind us and we we're sitting there like geeking out, but trying to act like we weren't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows. Maintain cool. But what happened? Because you're talking about guitar players. So we went down there. We were. Uh, it was my buddy's bachelor party. I was like, hey. You know, your bachelor party, you can do the whatever, or we can take this blues odyssey through Mississippi. Mm -hmm. you know, he was he was a, a, my lead guitar player at the time. Anyway, so he, he was like, "Yeah, let's do that." So we went down, and hit like Robert Johnson's grave sites and sure. all this, all the stuff. Cool, you know, and a Muddy Waters cabin, all that kind of whatever. It sounds like my kind of kind of oh, vacation. It was, it was, yeah, it was it pretty cool. Nice. Uh, but up there, that club that Morgan Freeman owns down there with his partner guy across the way, they have the blues museum and they teach guitar lessons there. So they had these these uh, little girl commission like fourteen. Dude, she hit that guitar, and I just want to throw it in the lake like I'm done. <laughs> like, I'm never going to sound I'll never like sound that. that way. Just toss it in the lake. <laughs> I of course, so. she was, you know. It was in her blood. Oh, she, she walks in just like, hello, everybody. Then hits the guitar like a oh, monster. Wow. Yeah. And then leaves stage like, bye, everybody. He's like, well, you just killed a part of my soul. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, we all, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can believe it. That's uh, the actor Jeff Daniels talks about going to Clarksdale. He, had, he goes, yeah. everybody who plays a guitar. And he's good. Judd Daniels is amazing. I didn't amazing. know that. Oh, I love God. His, oh, he's I phenomenal His songs guitarist. are amazing. And, uh, oh, wow. and he goes, everybody who likes the blues has to make the, oh, the, yes. the, the pilgrimage to Clarksdale, Mississippi. Yeah, and he goes, he got down there. He said, I just want well, my, he goes, but what do I have to be blue about? He goes, life is good. And, you yeah. know, and he, so he wrote, he wrote a song dedicated to, you know, the, the fact that you can't play blues if your life is really great. And it's called the Detroit Tiger fans blues. And, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, he, oh yeah. If you want to hear it. Yeah. I have something to look up later. I didn't know that. He, uh, he's really good and, yeah. and, and funny as well. So, you know, oh, yeah. his helps. songs have a story. Yeah. All of his songs have a story yeah. and, uh, but it's just something he did when he was learning to be an actor. Yeah, you know, sit in the hotel oh, room good. and play the guitar and write. That songs. is a bluesy place because, like, uh, you think like it is not a bougie nothing. Like they tried to sell my buddy heroin on the way in. Like this is a oh, yeah, oh, like, yeah. It's, now there's there's like it was like half touristy guys and and, you know, and then there's still old juke joints and stuff that are hidden yeah. that you can get killed in real yeah, easy. Yeah, I mean this, this yeah. is one owned which uh, uh, owned by Morgan Freeman is still very rust kept to whatever. You know, that blue yeah. vibe is not like uh, some, it's not a touristy trap place. Like they're in there frying catfish and playing real blue. One of the guys, Razor Blade or something was named. Somebody, somebody like, asked me the other day about what kind of music, like if you had a style of music that you would, if every other style was taken away, what would it be? And I said, well, blues, I, that's where I would come I down. Deep, deep, low. that, for that older country, like kind of type stuff. Uh, I do a lot of rock music stuff. If they look up, it's going to be a lot of metal music, rock music. It's like 12th Gate through Spotify. They've got a bunch of stuff on there, which we make about like 50 bucks a month on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what, that's, hey, that's bringing something high, in. That's it. Kind of high rollers you are. 
Uh, also, for any young musicians, if you think you're going to make a bunch of money on YouTube and Spotify, you are not. There are good ways to make money, but that ain't it. Uh, that ain't the way to do it. Oh, <laughs> man, you, you can get 50,000 whatever views, and you're going to get like a, you're like, I can get some bubble gum. That's my, that's hey, my, son, go that's my friend who wrote the book about vampires said, he said the exact same thing when he was there. But I guess, if you think you're going to make a lot of money uh, selling your books on Amazon, uh, you're not. Yeah. And, yeah, no. Now, there are ways to make money. And this yeah. is kind of the most amazing. And I've learned a lot for working for couple, like some production company, different stuff, like doing music for them, because there's a lot of smart people making money out there. But what's kind of awesome is like you don't need a million views, million followers. You need to get like a Patreon thing set up yeah. or email list to where you're like, hey, for a, you know, send out a few songs for a dollar. Hey, you know, this is a new song. If you'll contribute, you just need five, 10,000 dedicated fans. That's it. I think now I don't I think, have that, but some people. Might. Well, I think the talent you just got to get out there. You said you're getting out there, but there's so many people creating. <laughs> but there's so many people no creating doubt. now. The art of of it might be getting noticed. Yeah, that's going to be the part uh, where because you've got all these people with their hands. You mean up. like Madonna? <laughs> no, I mean not like Madonna in any I, way, shape. Or I, Madonna's I, getting noticed. I have such deep opinions about this stuff because, like, <laughs> music musicals always paying the rent. Yeah, I mean, there was no star dreams or anything. Yeah, I mean, I was like we we're like it we was were, a job. It was yeah, a I lived job. out like yeah. uh, the most when I did. I was in like Natchitoches, Louisiana. I was living in Leesville, Louisiana. You don't have like I know I'm going to probably make somebody mad or whatever. You don't have huge dreams like I'm going to get out of Louisville and be a giant rock star. You think like, hey, how, yeah, no, nobody's seeing you. In Louisville, Louisville has enough had enough bars back in the day yeah. that you could pay your rent and that could be your home base. And you yeah, they really did because of the Orleans, base because like it's exhausting traveling. Every night, so you could like we had our home bars. You come to Leesville, play Tuesday night there. Saturday night's going to be this bar, and then like Thursday you go to Shreveport. You know, being a, a travel musician is exhausting. I think for like what ninety nine percent of the population of musicians, it's a passion project. We you have day jobs, whatever. Yeah, you want to play the music though, yeah. right? I mean, I would that's, be awesome, but uh, yeah, sure. But I think I've been through like the the grind now of like you young, like I'm going to go out there hungry. Want, yeah. Then you kind of just, you actually get there as a job and you're grinding it. The out. reality yeah. of it. Yeah, I yeah. quit for a long time. Yeah, because we were talking about SCA earlier. That kind of got me back to planning again. I'd quit for a long time because uh, you just burn out. I mean, not everybody. I did four or five nights a week. Just, you know. So I was kind of like, yeah, just kind of mm-hmm. hung it up for a while. Now, I'm fully aware no one is going to have sympathy for musicians. Like, oh, sure. Yeah, we all have jobs. <laughs> but me personally, I got kind of burnt because then, then I got in college where it was like, yeah, you know, we're playing a lot. Like, you go, to, you go during the day to that, come home, then you're like having to. You have no downtime. Drive two, three hours and go play all night to make some money because that's your other job. Yeah. Yeah. So I quit for a while. So this kind of like uh, about f- four years ago, something. Did you lose? Did you lose a little bit? Oh, I lost when you a lot didn't. Of it. Yeah. Uh, dude, I'll never be able to play like when I was telling you about like when I was in Mississippi. I'll never play like that again. I already kind of come to terms with it. That's not happening. Uh, yeah, you know, just fine. sheer practice. Dude, that's aging. You just come to accept mm-hmm. things. You bend over your back, kind of snaps a bit. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. just me now. That's what happens. <laughs> Everybody, whoever's listening, this already heard. I'm a pretty sloppy player anyway, and it's just probably always going to be that way. So you're like, yeah, he just tried to do something, something catchy, and just leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you said you had three. Do you have one more? Yeah, I can do another one. This one, I'm going to take a minute to try to remember what I was doing, because I wrote this yesterday. Oh, wow. I wasn't going to do this. Oh, uh, the was, freshest of the fresh. Oh, the freshest of the fresh. But I'm doing this because my son, my son, I got a five-year-old. And yeah. He's like, Daddy, play that one. So I'm <laughs> going to mess this, this one up. is This is the one he liked? Yeah, it's all for you, Killian. And, oh. and, and, I, and I've met Killian, and he is a fine, upstanding young man. All right. Very loud young man. <laughs> he was uh, he was quite busy. Oh, that's my heart and soul right there. <laughs> <laughs> busy, but what happened in the all right, let me uh, kill these other mics. Kill. Okay. Uh, this will go however it goes. Right. From yesterday, this is because my son's making me do it, kind of, I guess. 
son likes that it's uh uplifting yeah it, it's got a nice little bounce to it it's got a good and message. It's got trains. i'm loving your interpretations because i thought it was kind of depressing oh no and it's got yeah. trains so and it's got trains and it's got go. trains how oh, do you do a blues I, I song don't, without trains i don't death is not depressing it's part of the cycle yes part I, of yeah that's right i have a, a different view 
That's, isn't that the great thing about art? As long yeah. as it doesn't happen to me. Uh, yeah, just, what is, well, what that no, about? that time, I don't want that time. No, absolutely well, What is that not. theory about art, that once you make it and throw it out there, it's not It, it becomes, whatever. yeah, I have a picture on my wall at school, and, and uh, eighth graders loved it. All kids love it. And they always want to know, what's it? what does it mean? It's what you think it means. It's what you think it is, it's art. You talking about the pig? Yeah. yeah. Here's how I know the pig I'm not. And the sheep. Yeah. Here's how I know I'm not a smart man because I watch a movie and I love love movies. I watch a movie oh, like wow, that's really deep. Then I watch a YouTube video like where they interpret it, and I didn't get any of the subtlety. I'm like, you are not a smart man. Like that's what that movie but was about. That, but they've probably watched it dozens of times and sat around pretentiously examining everything. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Go yeah, with the I'm there for the entertainment. Yeah. They were talking about looking at deeper meanings. I saw some movie on Netflix. It's like, don't look up. Oh, yeah. We just yeah, watched we it. we just did, did watched it? it, too. We did. See, this is, I'm going to tell you how stupid I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the movie. I liked it because it's like explosions oh, no, and comments. And funny. And I always kind of look a movie up after I watch it, and then they're analyzing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I just saw like comments in, in the world. Of, I, I saw half the population was supposed to be the stupid people. And, and Yeah, yeah I guess. And, They made it. Uh, they made it to slam people who don't believe in climate change, obviously. I, um, yeah. I mean, I, but my thing is. I wasn't so stupid I didn't catch that. Well, but. Here's the thing. When they started yeah. talking to people after the fact who didn't know what the movie was about, young people think it's about COVID. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but it's the filters we look through. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's because, like, we all see things differently. That's why all the – I'm not trying to go off on a soapbox, but uh, uh, but it does kind of seem like that's where all that division is coming from. We don't see the thing the same way. No. Like, in trying to force people to see it left, right, whatever, is a mistake because mm-hmm. we all have our own experiences. We do not see the same thing. But, I, but I'm ready, uh, you know, especially, like, if you're talking about pl- – political stuff and i look i'm almost i'm I'm soon to be 60 and can we stop electing really old people anytime anytime soon i'm kind of of with you (laughs) anytime soon we can stop doing that that'd be Uh, great well we're in a rage culture i I can say this and probably everyone listening will start getting a rage teddy ruxman was not that good of a toy Austin, <laughs> you know, everyone's enraged. Like, what? How dare you? He's the first I know, AI I, intelligence. Well, I took a stand and said I didn't well, you like know Thanksgiving what? dinner. Furby was a yeah. Furby oh. was a damn gremlin. You can't tell me otherwise. See, I, okay, <laughs> I, I don't know why y'all have me just getting goofy for a minute. So what you just said, you're like, I went on a rant. I don't like Thanksgiving. Dinner. I don't like Thanksgiving dinner. Completely polar. Because my rant has always been, why don't we have Thanksgiving dinner every? Like night of the week, or at least once a week. We wait once no, a year to have this stuff. No. She doesn't turkey. like any of that crap. She only likes mashed potatoes and mac what? and cheese. Mac and cheese. Okay. Uh, for Thanksgiving. All the carbs. I want all the carbs. But see how polarized you are? <laughs> like, I can eat Thanksgiving dinner every But week. we could still sit down and break bread together. Yes. I, I, yeah. I'm just not, not such just a not hateful person. Just not the same kind and, and of bread. And not with gluten. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 I don't have a problem with gluten. No, I don't I'm all, all about the gluten. It's uh, okay. In fact, I, I, think, I think a lot of that is overblown, too. Yeah. Don't get me wrong i understand there are people that have the disease that doesn't allow them to process gluten but i also think 90 percent of people who say they can't eat gluten can, can eat gluten they just don't I, I, I sort you of don't know what their is, digestive system yeah, is like i, I don't I, care I, don't uh, we, we, I know the older i get the less i can digest and i don't know if that's gluten or whatever else it is but uh uh, now it's like I eat a bag of Skittles and bad things are coming. Well, I, there you, your choice of eating a bag well, of Skittles, Skittles was, yeah. the, was the problem. Yeah. Although that's something a, is, no, I'll just blast them. I don't care. There's, there's something in Skittles that's weird. What, it the does, dye? Like, I don't know what it is. Oh, it's okay. Skittles. Well, it's like those. I don't the, eat it's, Skittles. It's, it's like those diet, uh, the diet Haribo bears that yeah. everybody uh, was talking about. And you eat five of them and they just clean you out. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think anything 
this is my kind of like uh, ideas about all that. Anything pressed in a factory too much is not going to be great. To no, no. Yeah. if yeah, it comes out of a factory, it's probably not yeah. the greatest thing in the world for <laughs> probably you. Probably not. Yeah. I, get, I get worried about dust from like products from China because I know like uh, some of the uh, uh, dust in the factories, not just there, but it, like some of the dust. I'm like, so I open a package, I clean it. You clean it. Yeah. yeah so, Wash it if you, yeah, you yeah. just bought it. Uh, well, just because, you know, the factories have a lot of dust that kicks oh, up. Yeah. You know? And you don't know what's in that dust. You don't know what's in that Not dust. There. Yeah. Silica. You know, because yeah. I, I keep hearing that, too. People go, well, they've worn masks for years in China. So, yeah, because they couldn't breathe the chunky air. Which is, <laughs> which is yeah, true. They, were, they weren't wearing yeah. masks That's for any other reason. Yeah. They wasn't like they said, hey, you know, it'll be a lot better if we all just wear masks. Yeah. And no, the, the air was so horribly polluted. Right. And, and now all that air settled. See, and, this and it's is all like, in the water now. Which which I'm not trying to like make any listeners angry or whatever because it's your show. Yeah, right? hey, I don't but, care. Man, the mass is like my opinion is always kind of like do it or don't do it. Just do whatever you want. Just, yeah. just shut up about it. But my thing is like with the mass thing, the coolest thing was like pre-pandemic, if I would have put on a bandana and walked in a gas station. Oh, you would have been arrested oh, yeah. so they were like, at least. Hey, dude, you can put on a bandana. Wrap it bandito style and walk in any store you want. And want to go to the okay. bank mast? Do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How would anyone at least pass that opportunity up? If not to do it once, just to do it once. That's well, like a fantasy, right? <laughs> well, I was thinking about that when it was, I was like, so that meant criminals now are like, finally, finally We're we all can the dress same. the way we like <laughs> yeah, to dress. This is the way we've been doing this for years. What do you mean? <laughs> So uh, what yeah. does the future hold for you? You said, yeah, you what, were, you, yeah. what do you, what do you, what do you, what do you, we always talk about the past, the present and what then. you got going on as far as yeah. uh, well, future I projects. Like I, I do make like, uh, cause I don't want to overplay anything on the show. Like I do a lot of music, do a lot of stuff, but I have a day job. I mean, this is a passion yeah. project stuff and I make a little money like on doing side work on, like on you internet. did, like you did for us. Yeah. So yeah, I, side work have. on the stuff and I've been very, very lucky to get some exposure from that and all that. But well, now uh, have you built a website or anything like that yet? No, but it's all coming. Okay. And it's not for anything other than just like promotion. Promoting. Well, that two things. Yeah, promoting, but it's not for any other reason. That one is that uh, this is just how my head works, I guess. Is that I was like, you've been doing these for twenty five years yet. Like when your son grows up, you really don't have legacy stuff. You know, I've got some old albums and all that kind of stuff. But some sure. Of them, yeah. Like, so you need to put it down media. for posterity. Yes. Uh, so I think I'm just going to write a bunch of stuff, and it's mostly for my son, just so he has something to listen to. Oh, like, hey, that was nice. my dad. And yeah. uh, not only that, but you write songs. I realize, like, dude, most of these songs are hitting the wall and dying. So I was like, why not throw them out there? Yeah, you know, there they might you as go. well. They can uh, somebody else because I listen to a lot of artists like myself. They're playing in their bedrooms. In yeah, fact, that's the music. So if I'm you're listening by. to them, you play what you like, and yeah. if the the people will will like it too. And I don't know if, yeah. if you guys feel the same, but the older I get, the more less I like polished stuff. I don't want the radio stuff. I don't want the yeah. You want stuff. genuine. Yeah, yep. yeah. Just, just uh, somebody with, with a good tune with the mic right in front of them, just doing their thing. Yeah. So yeah, and and yeah, the over over processed stuff is, and whoever invented the auto tune should have been shot in the head. As uh, soon as he, look, more polarization because I just got this auto tune plug in. It's so much fun. Like no, I the, only reason I, the only reason I said that is because do you know who the first big artist was that ever put an auto tune on a song? Uh, and you never believe. Oh, wait, wait, uh, T Pain or something? No, oh. Share. Share it was. Yeah, yep. you believe? Yeah, that's the one. I saw a whole documentary on auto tune. And, and, so here's the, she, to, she made it so popular that the guy was able to sell them. Then it was yeah. like, nobody really knew about him that much. And then she does that song on her big comeback. Right. And then all of a sudden, boom. So, you know, autotune's actually been around since like the 60s. Right. But she was first real, one, real and speed it up. To, yeah. yeah but correct, she was the first one to that make real, it to exaggerated where, speed. It, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I actually did. I guess what I'm saying is Cher needs to be shot in the head. That's I have a, one of the things is Slate Digital. I, don't mean I, that. I, uh, I pay a monthly subscription and uh, don't we this, all? Had this, yeah, right. <laughs> I had this plugin bundle. Well, we just got a free auto tune one. It's really cool too. But I did an auto tune version of House of the Rising Sun. It sounds so cool. But, you know, <laughs> I'm not trying to convert you. I'm just saying hey, they're all tools. You know, that's you, it. That's it. Tools? I use them poorly, but you know some people. It's write. just it's a it's just a different well, I read way. The other day, the House of the Rising Sun, the reason, one of the reasons the animals did that song was because they didn't have to pay for it. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's an old they, song. So song old, really, they couldn't uh, connect Bob, it to uh, anybody. Bob Dylan actually has my favorite version of that song. That was like uh, back in whenever he did it. Yeah, it's it's, it's it was it was in the public domain, so they just were like, yeah, yeah we can do that song. Yeah. <laughs> and look what they got for We it. saw that in the Beatles documentary. At one point, Paul McCartney's sitting there and his guy shows up and he's got this huge book. And he goes, yeah. okay, we just bought, well, I don't know what company it was. It but was they some bought catalog. The, some catalog. Of, of and they start looking through it and Paul McCartney goes, wait, I own this now? And the guy's like, yeah, you own that now. He goes, yeah. it's a great song. I yeah. can't believe I own this. But it was stuff from the 20s and 30s and 40s. And, and of course, Paul McCartney is the first one who made money, real money, after yeah. the Beatles broke up because he had somebody behind him who knew how to take money and make money with money. Right. You know, the rest of them had to learn it on their own slowly. I don't know if Ringo ever did. I'm not sure how that works for Ringo. I'm you really got me wanting to watch that documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, it's, it's, absolutely. It's, it really is a, I think, at least for people who like music, I can't play for crap. But it was I, fascinating. I have been fascinated by music and music history forever. Yeah. And, so just uh, plan for three nights, two hours at a at a gym. Yeah, because it's 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 yeah. it's it's like six, seven hours long. So with my internet by two thousand thirty eight. <laughs> oh, that's I'll right. You, it, yeah. you are internet uh Ooh, wheels yeah, of death. Poor. That's, I'm yeah. sorry. I actually have to go I have to go to my sister's house and download stuff on my phone. Oh. and then just watch it on my tiny And then watch phone it screen. on your t- Oh, that's a oh, that's you'll get so me, sad. I, and I pay for the streaming service, so you'll get me so mad at it because uh, it doesn't actually work. So I don't know. Did you I'm check did you check in? for all you folks listening, I know this is really exciting stuff. Did, did did you check into the T-Mobile to see if they have it up there yet? It's actually our all, we're hanging all our hopes on Elon Musk. He's supposed to come out with some stuff. Yeah, yeah, we've got Starlink. some people that know. Yeah, we've, yeah. we've paid down the deposit. This is the the sadness of people who live in the Helios. Unless, unless he flies off to another planet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think your listeners learn one thing. If I'm not playing music, I'm not very interesting anyway. So I don't think that's true at all. I thought this was a very interesting uh, podcast. Well, I'm a big so fan too. of your podcast. Oh. I was very, very uh, happy well, to have you. That I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, excited. we're very excited to have a guest. I know. Feel, During this COVID I feel, time, I feel very fancy. Here on your show. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I'm glad you brought extra equipment too, because it made it easier. It did make it easier, especially, especially the music. And instruments. I and I think that maybe uh, I, I might justify to my wife that I have it. There you go. So I you might sit bit. on the floor next time. Why, without those guitars, oh, it would have been a very it would have been a really bad song. I think without the guitars. Yeah, it would just be like playing with my mouth. <laughs> yeah, that probably would have played very well. Hey, yeah. speaking of one one thing, real quick. Um, Talking about music and just how you listen to it, um, we watched a documentary, and I was just going to tell you this because I don't know if you saw it or heard about this, but uh, it was a documentary about this cave that they found in France. But while they were farting around this cave, they found a flute that was made out of a bird's leg. Vulture leg. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it was it was actually pentatonic scale. Yeah. Have you seen that? Have yeah, you, yeah. Isn't that just bizarre uh, to you? Well, I make a lot of bamboo flutes and stuff like that. So well, don't you find that fascinating that they've known yeah. that that series of That's music, notes? Music has been a part of us, I it's think. It's inherent. Yeah. Like there's something in there about how music fits together. It's the fabric of who we are as people. Yeah, it's at the core of its math. Yeah. And, and it, can't, it can't fit together yeah. incorrectly. But it can yeah. sometimes. Well, here's the thing. It's like, what, you learn the rules so you can break them. That's kind of the... Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like you, that. You learn those rules and so then you can bend them. Then you know what you're... But yes, it is fascinating because it's always been a part of us. When I saw that, when I saw that, it was like, 
they, they already knew that scale. They may not have had an idea of what it was, but yeah. they knew it sounded well, good. Well, it was pleasant uh, to the ear. Well, I've been making flute, like bamboo flutes and stuff and shakarachis and things like that for, for a while. And, oh, and, yeah. I, and at first, you have to kind of very mathematically figure out, like, where the scale pattern is going to be, how big is the diameter of the, you know, the chamber you're using, whatever. But then later, you just start making holes and see what sounds good. So yeah. that's probably what they did. They yeah. just poked holes. And then their wife said, hey, stop that. Yeah. <laughs> and then stop. Made one. You did she it said, until she didn't say. See, <laughs> uh, so yeah, I have to imagine it's just like at my house. Yeah. Like, that's not very good. Oh, no, we stop haven't that. changed. No. Oh, that doesn't sound too bad. You can keep doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, no, I don't think people have changed actually all that much no, in so, really. thousands and thousands of years. No. I think we're still the same creatures. Yeah. We're, we're just, yeah, we just have different tools. That's and it. and we still as op- the same creatures, you would talk forever. We so. still operate off the pleasure principle. I don't think that's ever changed. Yeah. And, you know, we have all this technology and it gives us this idea that we're smarter, but it's really like whatever the people are that's making it. Yeah. I, I, I know that I'm not. Any, capable. No, no. I'm not smarter than anybody yeah. 10,000 years ago. I just have like better. Uh, I just ask I a lot of questions. Well, was it one of the guys in, in, in the SCA, <laughs> in fact, uh, yes. uh, who makes armor and made, did all kinds of cool stuff when he came in and he, he, he made tools to make the pieces yeah. that he, and then sometimes he made tools that could make the tools that would make the piece yeah. that he, and I thought that was actually, so it's not what is made. It's the device that was created in order to make that, that I find fascinating, yeah. you know? Yeah, Cause I, I, like, y'all, I'm a history buff too. Yeah. So seeing what they did, like how they made like these, you know, pyramids or the Greek, temple, like you, you start to think like, man, like who's now do I know is smart enough to do that? Because I saw my buddy build a shed, it almost fell on top of him. <laughs> we're like, yeah. hey, I'm not sure we progressed. But the, but then it's sometimes the we, we sometimes it's we give them too much right. credit. Yeah. Uh, was it? It was the temple in Greece, and they were like, this capstone weighs blah blah blah. And there was no crane possible that could lift it, so there was no way they could have done this without some kind of extraterrestrial help. And this engineer goes. Well, what they could do, though, is build a big giant hill and roll it up the hill and set it on top of it and then take the dirt away and it would just settle into place. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. There's some smart Right. Smart so these people are going, extraterrestrials, extraterrestrials. And this guy goes, no, no, no. they could just pile up a bunch of dirt. <laughs> yeah. They could just do it that way. All right, mankind. All right. Yeah, yeah. We're going to wrap it up? Well, of course you do. Is that what we're saying? Uh, yes. Oh, I see. Let this young man go home. To his child. To, yes. You're he has a five-year-old. Our grandbaby just turned six yet, uh, oh, today, yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Getting older, drag, yeah. dragging us old people <laughs> you, you right say along. young man, but you will hear it when I stand up. So oh, yeah. Crackle, yeah. pop. Yeah, oh, yeah, the knee thing. A, you stretch, no, my, you ear, stretch my hearing's knee. not that good. I was at the store yesterday, <laughs> and there was a little kid looking yeah. at the bottom shelf, and when I bent down, it, you could hear it just... <laughs> and the little oh, kid yeah. went, ooh. <laughs> just oh, like that. Yeah. I felt so old in that moment. Oh, yeah. it's like a child recognized The child recognized We're stretching the meaning of young to its breaking point. <laughs> <laughs> young in comparison to the temples we're talking about. Yes. All right. All well, right. All right. Is, uh, is there any way so for anybody, much. if they wanted to contact you, uh, they could contact me, I guess, and I could... Uh, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I kind of like. Uh, I hermit it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, okay. If you need, if you want to get a hold of Landon and you have any musical sure. needs, yeah. all he can satisfy all your musical needs right here at Landon City. Landon City. Yes, <laughs> I would operate Landon. in a very small circle of people, but if somebody wanted to get a hold of me, there's a, fa- a Facebook Messenger. That's probably the best one. Okay. Uh, and, and, and hey, there's more than the one Landon Blood. You wouldn't think so, but there's quite a few. That's actually uh, surprising to me for some and, reason. And, I don't know why. But. Uh, mm. Yeah. You know, there's a n- none of us are snow flakes <laughs> yeah well, that's a nice metaphor but, but if you uh, message enough land and bloods eventually i'll say hey oh, what yeah, you need yeah. snowflakes uh, it, it, it'd blood. be more direct to just ask g long and, and yeah i can yeah. i can he'll filter the the message. that's right so if you're you know yeah. 
So that, if you're that, a psycho, I get con- I get contacted all the time. No, the, uh, I get contacted <laughs> by messenger quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, um, so you psychos, uh, don't worry, you can get a hold of him. And uh, <laughs> anyway, it's the internet, isn't that you know? Anybody, I think that's how it works. You. Contact right. me, I'll filter accordingly. Well, yeah, or, thank con- you. or contact these fine people, and they can filter for me. I'd there you go. Well, too. thank you for coming in, doing this. This yeah. is this was great. I I really enjoyed it. Well, thanks for letting me sick the psychos on. It. And uh, and and the music was fantastic. Oh, I enjoyed was. the hell of it. And what a treat! It, so uh, so get your writings for the next time you come by. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it's a good it's a good challenge to do. Yeah. Yeah. Something else to look forward to. Keep the brain lubricated. Yeah, I think you've learned <laughs> today. Right. It's better for me to play more and talk less. Well, I don't know. I I, I thought it sounded pretty damn good. <laughs> I agree. All, All right, right. G Long, Deb, you got anything to say? Bullocks. Yeah, bullocks. Never mind the bullocks. Well, then I'm going to end on the large. Wait, can I be sued for saying never mind the bullocks? I don't know. But, but if we're ending on words, I want to end with the longest word I know. Dis- disestablishmentarianism. Nice. Uh, I paid like five bucks for that word in college, I'm sure. <laughs> Thank you, guys. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for uh, listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time on the Long in the Boot podcast. Y'all have a great day. Bye. Bye.